On this episode, we talk about how to take your passions, your interests, your hobbies, lean into them, and create an absolute real estate dynasty. We're talking this week with Juliet Lalawell from Honolulu, Hawaii, and stay tuned. We have a very, very massive announcement you're going to be very interested in right now. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 245 of the Massive Agent Podcast. One hell of an interview this week with Juliet Lalawell, an absolute baller out in Hawaii, Oahu specifically, Waikiki Beach even more specifically, and she is doing things in a very big way, and here's what's cool. She's doing them on her terms. She's defining what she wants her brand to look like. She's defining the clients she wants to work with. She's defining everything about her real estate business, her real estate dynasty that she's laying the groundwork for, and she's doing a hell of a job. And oh, by the way, she sells a shitload of luxury properties. Uh, every time I see her on post something on social, there's a $5 million house. There's a, she's just selling a bunch of multi-million dollar properties. It's amazing. So her story is awesome. Before we get into that, Pretty big story to tell you guys, pretty big announcement, something that has been cooking for months, something that's been in the in the, the works for months. And this week, right now, today, on this episode, we're making it official. The Massive Agent Podcast is now a part of Broke Agent Media. Yes, we have we have brought our podcast over to the BAM network, and we are the the first uh, formerly independent show. I say formally, like now they can tell me what to do. They cannot, but you, you get the point. The first outside show to go over to Broke Agent Media and link arms with them. I'm so incredibly honored, so incredibly excited because the collaboration that's about to happen between the BAM team with myself, it's there's so much cool shit that we're going to do. We've recorded some podcasts together already. There's going to be a lot of contributions coming from me to the Broke Agent Media website. They're going to be contributing here on this show. And it truly feels like we're just linking arms to build something very, very big for real estate agents. I'm, I'm honored because Broke Agent Media is where I go to get the latest information on what's happening in real estate, market updates, uh, news and commentary, uh, marketing tips and, and strategies and, and all of that. You get everything and you and they're actually doing it in a way that's entertaining. And it's not just funny, funny, ha ha. Okay. It's entertaining in a way that keeps you reading and you also retain it. You're actually able to understand it because it's not written by a bunch of intellectual douchebags. All right. Or people who pretend to be intellectual douchebags, even though they're 22 years old living in an apartment. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you're also not Aristotle. You know what I'm saying? So Real people, okay? Real agents like you and me doing the content over there. And it's just relatable, easy to understand. And so I've learned more from Broke Agent Media in the last, what, few months that they've been around since I have from all the other establishment real estate media companies that have been around my whole career. It's incredible. And they actually understand how to use social. So we've teamed up. It's official. The Massive Agent Podcast is now part of BAM, part of Broke Agent Media, and we cannot be more excited and more honored. So make sure you go to Mass, sorry, 
go to Broke Agent Media's website and follow Broke Agent Media on social because we're going to be doing a lot of cool shit together. And even without me, hey, that actually may hurt them, right? If Forget about me for a second. They are doing the best social content of any media company in real estate, and it's not even close. It's not even close. So if you want to learn some cool shit, if you want to be up to date on all the latest uh, marketing stuff or what's what's working on Instagram, what do you need to know about TikTok? How do you get your YouTube channel to, you know, how do you 10X your subscribers? All of that is at Broke Agent Media. So go follow them on social and go to the website. Incredibly honored. So there we go. It's official. It is official. And uh, so the first, this is the first episode with Broke Agent Media and pretty excited about that. Uh, and we have one hell of a guest who tells one hell of a story and has had one hell of a career in just four short years. And uh, so Juliette Laluel is a top producing luxury agent in Hawaii, Honolulu. And, um, you know, she's, she's, she's such a unique person and she leans into it. And that's part of why she is having so much success. So many agents especially when they start out, they think that they have to become someone else that they have to kind of like hide or, you know, push to the side, a certain part of their personality so that they will appeal to more, more clients. But as Juliet has learned, you know, that that's actually the opposite. The more you lean into who you are, the more you attract more of the people who like you for you and your business does better than if you're trying to appeal to everybody. If you're vanilla, it's hard to be anybody's favorite. Okay. If you are Rocky road or pistachio or whatever the fuck, right? Insert flavor here or like, Oh, Denali mint moose tracks. That shit is delicious. If you're Denali mint moose tracks, you're going to be somebody's favorite. Okay. It's hard to be someone's favorite if you're vanilla. So don't be vanilla. Juliet, uh, one hell of an episode today. And before we jump in, big shout out and thanks to our sponsor, the best business growth platform in real estate. Most people call them a CRM. They are so much more than a CRM. They literally help agents to scale and grow and have the systems in place that they don't have to create themselves. They just plug into to grow fast so that no more clients are falling through the cracks. So no more leads are falling through the cracks. Everybody's followed up with, you know what you're doing that day. You can plan, you can make you know hires and add new team members in. Follow-up boss is the platform that pretty much all the top producers in the industry are using, and they will give you a, a free 30-day trial. I said that backwards, a 30-day a free trial, no credit card required. Just put your damn wallet away. They don't even ask for it. They're so confident in their platform. All you have to do, is go to massive agent, massive slash follow up boss and take advantage of that. If you just go to their website, it's only a 14 day trial. So use the link massive slash follow up boss, get the 30 day trial and then <clears throat> use it, actually plug in, use it and see what all the hubbub's about. See, see what all the hubbub's about. Guys, I'm excited for this interview. The first interview, dun, 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 no pressure, with the Massive Agent Podcast and Broke Agent Media. Here we go. Juliet Laluel out of Honolulu, Hawaii. Let's do it. What's up, guys? I am here with Juliet Laluel with EXP Realty out of Hawaii, somebody who is absolutely just taking over the industry, one giant podcast at a time, and ours. So I'm grateful to get Juliet on the show. Um, Juliet, you're doing some really cool shit in our industry. Welcome to the Massive Agent Podcast. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and you're on Oahu? 
I am on Oahu. Yeah, I live in Waikiki, um, but I'm living on yeah on Oahu right. Very cool. And as as uh, we're recording this, I will be visiting you and and a bunch of people on Oahu this week. So by the time this episode comes out, I will be there actually on Oahu, awesome. Waikiki Beach. So perfect. I'm yeah, I'm stoked for that. Anyhow, welcome to the show. You are you, you haven't been an agent for a super long time, and you're you're selling. I swear to God. Juliet, every time I open Instagram or Facebook, I see some graphic where you just sold a property two, three, four, five million dollars, and it's it's just every time, and and then you're heavy realty and you're big, you know, you're on bigger pockets and you're you're just doing cool stuff. So, how did you? First off, how long have you been in real estate selling homes? So I have been licensed since 2018. Um, I moved to Hawaii uh, basically at the end of 2017 and got my license right away in 2018. Um, but for the first six months that I was licensed, I was mentoring under a, a really high producing agent. So I wasn't really doing any of my own production. So I'd say like halfway into 2018, once I was recruited onto a new team that was starting is when I started doing my own production. So pretty much mid 2018. Awesome. I mean, I really want to focus on that because so many people, humans, not just agents, but they, they want success and they want it right now. They're looking for the right now. And you were willing to be patient for at least six months and not sell anything. Like you were just learning. And I imagine you were not paid for that. So that's, that's a big deal. Um, how did you find that mentorship? How did you seek them out? Did you choose them? Did they choose you? Uh, you know, how did, let's, let's talk about that. Cause that's important. Sure. Well, first and foremost, I, I planned that route. I planned to basically become someone's assistant. I was like, I'm going to start out as like the lowest rung possible um, that I can find just and so I can learn everything. Because for me, that's just the way that I operate best is, you know, learning from somebody else. I'm sure a lot of people operate this way, but learning from somebody else and learning hands-on though, like that's how I need to be. So I need to be shadowing somebody or really, you know, watching them work in a sense. So I knew that going into it that once I got licensed, I was not going to try to seek out to be my own, you know, to be a realtor and do all that. So I was fortunate enough to make a connection. I had a connection through a family friend. They were like, oh, I golf with this guy all the time. He's a really great agent. He actually told me that he needs an assistant, I think, you know, so maybe I can connect you guys. And I had a conversation of basically an interview with this guy and we hit it off right away. And we hit it off on like music and like our interests. And we're like, oh, like, that's cool. Like, I think we could totally drive together. So we started off um, in a very like happy harmony of working together. And I really did love working for him. The personality clicked. Uh, everything was kind of there and I was able to basically see properties I never thought I would be in just 22 million dollar you know listing and this guy just paid for it cash and there's a throne in the elevator and I'm like what is this place like this place is amazing you know so that's kind of how I got started um seeing what was out here and at first I thought that that was like the clientele that I would maybe have to work with was this like high end luxury. And I was like, I don't know if I'm like cut out for that. Like I'm not luxury. Like, you know, so, but, but I just started to play the part and try to put my head there and just really absorb as much as I could. Mm -hmm. And slowly, but surely I found out 
what it's like to go through transaction because I became his transaction coordinator and um, did all of the ins and outs, watching all of the purchase contract stuff. And he was like, just look at all the verbiage and see how everything is written and really try to take that in. And it was perfect because that's how I learn. And it was just a nice slow start. And then I outgrew it naturally after six months. And it was perfect timing because out of the blue, someone approached me. They were starting a new team. And it was like, they're like, are you happy there? I'm like, well, I'm not like unhappy, but I'm not making any money. And it was that time where I felt ready to finally start communicating with my own clients instead of helping this other guy. So it was just like a perfect timing to transition into that. That's great. So luxury real estate was... You chose well, you know, so many agents get into real estate and they start with like the least expensive homes or even rentals because they're like, well, that's easier to start. Well, you didn't start there. And now you're selling multimillion dollar luxury properties. I mean, look, Oahu, the the average price point is pretty close to a million, like closer than most markets. And you're still selling luxury homes. You that was a choice that that was intentional. Yeah, it was intentional to try to seek out to, you know, it's it's that that saying, you know, you, you are who you surround yourself with, the five people type of a thing. And yeah. I have kind of crafted my life, especially over the previously to getting licensed, I'd say maybe about five years before that even, I was trying to just surround myself with people that would be more matched with where my goals were. Even if I wasn't there, I was like, I'm going to be around people that I want to be like, you know, they're living a life that I really want. And it doesn't mean luxury things. I'm not big on like nice cars and all that stuff. That doesn't doesn't mean anything to me, but how successful and happy they are. And so that's what I started to do in Utah when I lived there and my mentorship there and the friends that I made and the friends that I kind of, you know, left and changed to shuffle around so I would be around the right people. And that's what I did for this business is I was like, I'm going to surround myself around successful, great people that I get along with and they're doing things that I want to do. And I will only learn like the right way instead of like, you know, maybe starting in a, in a more mere um, bottom spot. I wanted to kind of aim high and try to just yeah. be there. So, yeah, th- that's great. So, okay. Before we move on to the next topic, what advice would you give a brand new agent who wants to get into luxury real estate from day one? I would say definitely surround yourself with people that are in luxury real estate. I mean, do that, you know, get to understand the market, get to understand how, how the luxury clientele speak, behave, how they think, where they are, what they do. All of those things are going to be really important. The habits that those people have become someone that does luxury real estate. Even if you're new and haven't done any transactions, it's also the mindset. You know, it really is how you put put yourself together. I'm, you know, a heavily tattooed person. And, you know, now I'm in a much different place in my career. But back then, in Hawaii, I was wearing pantsuits. I was super hot, sweating bullets. But I was like, you know, I've got to, I've got to, you know, present myself properly. I've got to speak very well, and all of these things. It's, it's the mindset, and then who you surround yourself with, and then you will learn kind of those ins and outs. That's kind of where my first advice would be. And then obviously understanding the luxury market, so researching the data, researching the neighborhoods. What are those neighborhoods like? Going to open houses in those areas, stuff like that. That I love it. So where do you? When you're brushing up on information, when you're trying to learn a market or learn uh, a segment of the market, where do you get that data? Like, I, I'm amazed at how often I get this question. Um, I mean, we have Keeping Current Matters. You know, they're, they're a partner of the show, partner yeah. of Broke Agent Media. They're a great source. But do you use them? Do you use the MLS? Like, how do you learn about the luxury market before you're actually in it doing it? 
So Keeping Current Matters is actually something that I'm a part I'm a part of. I'm a subscriber, if you will, because it's got great information. And I found out about Keeping Current Matters, I think, from like Tom Ferry's show um, because okay. he had uh, Childers on the show. And it was always really interesting. I was like, oh, he's like speaking this awesome language about data in, in a way that's really presentable. Um, so I get a lot of information there. I'm always uh, watching bigger pocket stuff. So on the market, their new episode um, is very helpful for things like that. All of their other episodes and articles as well. I'm a pro member there. That's very helpful uh, to get information from. Realtor.com has articles that everybody else is always citing. So I was like, oh, they're always citing. Maybe I should just read Realtor.com <laughs> straight to the source. So they have some helpful stuff uh, in there. And then following on Instagram, on YouTube, on other social media platforms, other people that are actively in that market and what they're saying and kind of like I don't pick apart everything that everybody says on social media I always have to like fact check that stuff but you know I can get a good gist of what somebody's doing in that marketplace if I know for a fact that they they should know what um, you know this luxury market is doing I'll kind of listen to them and and see what they're citing and maybe try to trace that to, to make sure that it's accurate um, so those are kind of the places that I that I mainly go for um, fresh data what I am really noticing about you is you're willing to invest in your success and, and that not necessarily just financially, like getting a subscription to KCM or, you know, whatever you're investing six months of your life to mentor with somebody totally. to be the, the mentee. And, yeah. you know, that's, that's huge. And it, it just builds such a great solid foundation for you to grow super fast. Um, you know, yeah. what other kind of investments do you think are smart for any agent that's that's stuck or they're they're new and they're like how do i do this fast like what do you recommend that's such a good question um and just i'm i'm glad that you say that because for me investing in yourself in general is so so crucial um and for me as a realtor yes this is my job this is what i do but real estate and my work it all combines on my on just my whole life in general so i invest in myself and my health as well i for example for me have quit drinking i've played around with trying to quit drinking before but i quit drinking now because for me the reason it it messes with my sleep and if i don't get good sleep i don't work out in the morning i don't wake up in the morning at 5am when i can work out which is the only time unfortunately when i'm able to have alone time in this industry and do my exercise and if i cuz if i don't do my exercise my whole day struggles what i noticed was a pattern was if i would have like a couple drinks or whatever i wouldn't get very good sleep and then i wouldn't wake up in the morning when i wanted to and i wouldn't exercise so i would wake up with guilt i would wake up like oh, i already like messed up for the day and then everything would kind of pan out in an almost negative step from there so i analyzed that i'm like well what if i just eliminate that i eat better i exercise i get the sleep i invest in myself yes it's not like the best socially sometimes it's annoying like not being not being the only one drinking but but it's worth it it's the investment i don't care i rather do that because i know if i do those things do the workout, work on myself and my mind and my body, I know that my work will be better. I will feel more confident. I will be sharper. I will be able to handle all of the things that I'm working on and doing with less anxiety and less stress, and I will be more present. And those are sacrifices that I'm trying to make all the time so I can then be better at my work, at my personal life, whatever it is. So those are big um, examples of investing in yourself that I would recommend for anybody is to analyze and assess what is it that's not serving you? What's maybe disserving you at this time? And what's the sacrifice that you might want to make for that, you know, in the short term 
for that long-term thing. Like I'm super big on that right now is investing in yourself in the short term um, to get those long-term results. That's huge. And it, it's so overlooked by so many people. They're just like, they're trying to get a lead gen system or they're trying to get a new website or hire a, you know, a videographer or something. And then they're overweight or they're yeah. out of shape. They're unhealthy. They have no energy. They don't drink any goddamn water, but they have four <laughs> monsters a day. Yeah. Like, and they wonder why they're, they're just not as productive. So I'm glad you went there. That's fantastic. Uh, Juliet, since you are a major top producer, you know, what advice do you have? What advice do you have for an agent who's new or struggling to really get things going? Like, how do you get business? You know, where is that coming from? So for anybody that's struggling, um, first of all, always ask for help because you're not alone in whatever way that is. And um, that's something that I did when I was struggling. I was like, how are people doing and juggling all of these things? I can't believe like people are so successful. Like what is happening? And I realized when I asked people what they told me and what I read is that having a schedule and having a routine is so immensely helpful. And what you want to put into your schedule and routine is going to make all of the difference. For me, in the beginning of my career, when I moved to an island and knew nobody here, um, I was like, I need to go balls deep on lead, lead gen and really do all of the things that I can to make the contacts because I know no one here. So I did, you know, cold calling. I did door knocking. I sat open houses and I did all of these things and they were all in my schedule because if they weren't in my schedule, they weren't going to get done. I was going to get distracted by something else. And having that in my schedule and sticking to it for the first two years, extremely religiously, like eight to 11 was like my time block of I'm legening within this time. I can do nothing else. You know, yes, there's something that's sometimes going to come through and a, some, a client that's in town that needs to see this property at nine. But for the most part, it was an immovable thing in my calendar from eight to 11 every single day that I needed to do this. And it was broken down between 8 to 10, 10 to whatever. Um, and that made all the difference in the beginning. I got more comfortable being on the phones with strangers, which is not always the first thing that for, for most people to want to do. But I wanted to get good at the uncomfortable things early. So I just kind of submerged myself in that. But I put it in my schedule and I just did it because if, otherwise I would make up an excuse, put it off later, put it off to the next day and it wouldn't get done. So if you're struggling and you need need business, don't know where to get it, don't know where to find it, there's so many places where you can get that. And it's just a matter of doing it and putting yourself out there. It's just that and being consistent with it. Those are the things that have gotten me to where I am today is literally just doing it and being consistent about it. You know, and you have the discipline to do it. Um, so Matthew Kane, I don't know if you you know or have met Matthew Kane out of North Carolina, but he's he's an agent on our team as well that he's selling 120 homes a year and and he's building a sales team and he's you know investing you know buying investment properties he's just accomplishing so much and he has the same 24 hours in a day that you do that I do that anyone does and what you and him have in common is this just radical discipline that there's certain tasks that are non-negotiables like you must do those every day and so as I do the, like, this is the 245th episode, everyone we interview, I start to notice common traits and discipline is probably one of the most like mm -hmm. confidence and discipline. And don't you think that confidence can come from discipline? You know, have you always been a confident agent? So 
Absolutely not. I mean, even as a confident person, I would say, like, if I were to look at who I was five years ago before I got licensed, I mean, 10 years ago, I was not confident at all um, in in myself and my abilities. I knew there was something there. You know, I just was untapped. I had no idea. And I didn't have any of that confidence. But what I did, you know, before real estate, I I owned my own company. And I think that's what's given me a lot of my own discipline is being an entrepreneur. And having to have my own schedule, otherwise no one else is going to do that job, right? So that gave me that discipline. And just doing it, completely being new to owning my own business, but by doing it, it gave me the confidence to understand how things and business operated and wearing all of the hats under that position. And then getting my license and just doing it, I had no confidence as a new agent. I was like, I have no confidence. I don't know anybody here. Like, I don't know what, what I'm doing. But it was one of those, like, in a sense, fake it till you make it. I was like, I'm going to do it, though. Like, I'm going to get it. I will get it. I'm going to be a great negotiator. I'll be super good at cold calling because I know it's hard for some people. I wanted to be the best at those things, even though I was terrified of doing it. I just did it, even though I hated it. Hated mm. doing cold calling. But I did it because I knew that it would make me a better agent for other activities, whether it's an open house. I'm much easier now to talk to somebody walking through that door because I just called like 100 people on the phone and that was much harder. So it made me a better agent. And then by becoming a better agent, that made me more confident in all other areas of my life because I finally realized that like, oh, I can do these things and I can talk to these people and people are interesting. I like talking to them. And now I'm in a position where like people are asking me for help and I love talking about, you know, problem solving and that type of a thing. So it's kind of like snowballed into definitely having confidence because I've had that discipline. I would not have really had it before. And that that goes for like exercise as well. Like I think like you're certainly going to get more confident. Like the more you go and exercise anything really that's new, the discipline of doing it, it's going to become familiar. You're going to see the results and then you're going to feel confident. Thousand percent. Yeah. You you gain confidence by doing hard things. Simple as that. Um, Okay. So Juliet, of all the stuff that you are super disciplined in doing, what are you doing that is working the best for getting new business? Um, I would say some of the things that work best for me for for getting new business is just putting myself out there and not being a secret agent, for one. Always letting people know what I'm doing and being very vocal about it because I'm genuinely always interested in real estate and especially the investing side, I love talking about that. So it's always something that comes up in conversations. If I'm at a party or a barbecue, it'll just kind of come up. And um, that's one of the biggest ways that I've been getting a lot of business is just by being vocal about what I do and that I love what I do. Uh, and then the other ways would be, you know, open house. Open house has been always a trust fall on um, being able to get good business that comes through because I have been very, again, particular on where I'm setting op- sitting open house, what price point I'm sitting, what neighborhood. You know, I'm very mindful about where I'm going to be spending my time and the, you know, the price point of clients that are going to come through. I only want, you know, cer- certainly if I'm sitting open house, I'd prefer to only get million dollar clients or something like that. So I'm going to sit million plus open house. And I'm going to do my best at that job to get as many clients from that experience as I can. So that's another way that I've been doing it. And then, you know, I'm trying to get better at social media. But, you know, that has been another way that's been, you know, again, it's just another form of putting yourself out there and letting people know what you do and letting people know who you are and being, you know, stoked to be yourself. That has, you know, been working out very well for me. Um, the, The more that I've been myself anywhere uh, the better business that I have gotten and the better well-received I've been. 
Ooh, that is that is a fantastic line. Clip that shit. All right, we're going to make that a social clip. That's fantastic. But you're, you're so right. And from the outside looking in, you know, you are somebody who is very unapologetically yourself. Like you're you're very into music. You're, um, you know, like you said, you you have tattoos and like you're just you. And that comes through in the content you do, which is which is super cool and refreshing. So how many of your clients would you say come to you because they feel like you'd be fun to work with that you, uh, that you guys would just get along? I'd say a large amount of clients, uh, I get are, are due to that. They kind of see who I am and what I'm about. And they're like, Oh, like I'd like to work with you. But to be honest with you, there's a large amount of clients that I think I obtain because of my ability to communicate clearly with them and get them to understand, you know, that I do know what I'm talking about and that I am, you know, very valuable because of X, Y, Z and those types of things. Because in Utah, um, which you know the environment there, it's 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 very different than Hawaii. I, I was very, I'm tattooed there and it was uh, received very differently. So I always called this my element of surprise because people would view me and they'd, you know, categorize, categorize me in a specific way. But then once I start speaking and I open my mouth, all of a sudden people can see like, oh, she's actually like rather intelligent. She's a little bit intellectual. And I'd be like, yes, like now, like I've got you. You Now you can see past my appearance and you can see that I'm absolutely worth hiring or listening to or whatever it is. I'm valuable now past the exterior. And I think that has been something that has been working out very well for me. So I always try to present myself as best as I can verbally and, uh, you know, uh, everything because I've got some things that might work against me for some. And so I just want to always be showing that I'm I'm worth their time and I'm, I'm valuable enough. I'm intelligent enough to get the job done just as anybody else. And so that's been something that I've been kind of on a mission about is like proving that, yes, this is how I look, but this is how I can how I work. And th- this is what I've got going on in here. So. Do you have any stories or, or any experiences in your career with having to overcome, uh, you know, like the perceptions of somebody or, you know, somebody's preconceived idea of who you are and what you're all about or your ability to do the job? You know, have you had any weird client stories or, or you know, people you've had to win over? So I've definitely had times where. And it's never been something that anybody has outright said to me. They've never been very verbal about about that. But I have seen it's all about body language, right? And those like mm. micro expressions. And I have seen endless times where people will look at me and they will, I can tell kind of like maybe they're you know off guard, they've got their arms folded, whatever it is closed off to me. But then once I start talking, like all of a sudden they completely open up. And that is what I love. It's almost becomes a game. It's like, how can I just like break them down and get them to like, you know, listen to me and see me for what's going on in here. Um, but I have had that almost my entire life in Utah when I was living there previously and then moving to Hawaii, you know, with very um, high-end luxury clients, it will be a matter of, you know, them not trusting me right away based upon maybe my look or something. And then once I start communicating with them about getting the job done and what I can do for them and those types of things, within that same conversation, they're like, okay, yeah, come and see the house. Let's get this done. Where do I sign type of a thing? And it just becomes a no brainer to work with me. So in a sense, it becomes a game of um, showing people 
what I'm capable of um, to break past any type of prejudgment because we all, as human beings, judge based upon how we view someone, right? That earth oh, yeah. micro judgment, always, right away. And so it's been a game for me for years to kind of like, okay, so you have this judgment of me. Let's work with that. Let's see what else is behind that and kind of just um, show people who I am as a whole very quickly so that right after, in that same first initial meeting, they're going to want to work with me at the end of it. Do you feel like you're getting to the point, and maybe you're already there, but I, I'm I'm genuinely curious, you know, when you, some things that may cause people to have pause or be like, oh, you know, she, she looks a little different, you know, I don't know about her music choice or, you know, whatever, like sure. fill in the blank, mm-hmm. where that then becomes your unique, like what helps you stand out. And then once you have credibility, helps like the boulder yeah. start, starts rolling down the hill. Do you feel like it's that's starting to happen to you where you've proven yourself and now you stand out above all the other pantsuit wearing agents? <laughs> that's exactly where I feel like I'm at and a very awesome. grateful way of recognizing is I'm in that like transition phase. Me, I, I still feel like kind of a little bit of a worm. I have a very, I don't ever think of myself as, you know, super successful and all this stuff. That's just like how I think. But I'm finding that, you know, the more I was able to be myself, um, the better response I was getting. And that gave me a lot of confidence. And then, of course, what I was noticing was, at least here in Hawaii, I am a bit different than a lot of the other agents here. And I do have a niche. And I told myself, you know, in 2020, once I was, like, trying to pivot and be more myself, I was like, well, I'm just going to, like, be myself and see what happens. And it's been very great. It's gotten a great response. And I found that, you know, I'm, I'm the only one kind of doing things in this way in this area um, or I, I thought I was at least, um, and I'm finding other agents um, around the nation who are similar to I am that you know, have reached out to me and they're like, oh, I'm so glad you're like fusing like music and real estate. I've, I've always wanted a place in like, you know, a community for that. And that's, you know, again, why I'm why I'm trying to build that out. But um, it's worked definitely to my advantage. And I'm certainly, you know, confident now, but it's because I'm I feel capable to do this job as I am who I am with the interests that I have, which are very eclectic. And I know that it's uh, I'm able to just be very professional still while being myself, which I'm telling you is one of the best feelings ever to be yourself and also have a you know, have a position and a job in a work that you really love and respect is like the best thing. I've never had that in my life. And I finally feel like I'm getting to that place. I, I that's so cool. That's so cool. And I mean, you get to spend time in homes that have thrones. And what do you say, a throne in the elevator or something? Yeah. Tell it me was about a that gold house. throne with like red cushy seating, gold throne in the elevator with a tiger painting on the back of it in the elevator. And the throne was like custom made in Scotland. <laughs> oh my god, there's levels to this game. I remember growing up and there were one or two houses that I went to for parties or whatever that had elevators. And I always thought to myself, I was like, one day I want to be rich enough to have an elevator in my fucking house. And, and then you get into real estate and you're like, okay, there's actually like, there's more than two houses that have elevators. Um, it's just cool. It's what's the coolest house that you've come across in your career so far. Um, 
I would say, well, that was one of them. Um, other than that, it's definitely been some of these millionaire homes that are like in the Kahala neighborhoods that are just like super, they have a lot of historical value to them. And then they've just got this, with, I mean, amazing ocean views. Um, the homes that I've really liked, they're not the super high tech ones. They're just really big and old and people have added to them in a really nice way that like without botching a lot of the architecture and seeing what people are able to do with something existing that's there is very interesting to me to make it more their own and really expand. It's been it's been really neat. So, you know, three-story homes that are overlooking the bay but have a lot of history to it. Those have been, you know, some of the neater homes that I've seen. Um, obviously, condos with, like, bowling alleys in them are, you know, always interesting to come across. But yeah. A condo with a bowling alley. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see some Hawaiian real estate while I'm <laughs> while I'm in town. This is this is cool. Yeah. So, Juliet, you mentioned, you know, fusing your love for music and business, you know, with real estate. Tell us about that. You know, you've you've started something that I don't fully understand, and so I'm excited for you to dive into it, but you've started something called Heavy Realty and it's gotten the attention of producers at Bigger Pockets. It's gotten the attention of a lot of like-minded people within the industry. You know, tell us about that. What what is it? How does it work? So, I mean, Heavy Realty, to kind of take you back to like how it was birthed, was in the beginning of 2020 when I was kind of pivoting and realizing I wanted to just be myself, you know, on social media or what have you. I was like, oh, like I just what are the three types of, you know, clientele that I kind of want to maybe go after and help? One of them was, you know, military because I work with, a lot with military personnel. The other was going to be a bit more luxury because, you know, I, I'd like to get into that. And then the other was um, I realized I was like musicians, like and how that came to be was I was having conversations with people in the beginning of the pandemic. A lot of my friends are in the music industry and all of them had their livelihood taken away from them. All of that was put on pause. So a lot of those people were now not sure what they were going to do for employment or they wanted to create a podcast at home but didn't have the space or they couldn't travel to go you know practice in their studio so me i was like well what if we just build that like what does that look like and what if we just build that out for people and you know we can get them that space because for me it's attainable if we can find it right so but then i was realizing that a lot of these people that i was talking to about this who are musicians were like well i can't afford a house like i can't do this i can't do this i'm never home all of these like knows to why they couldn't be homeowners and i was already with you know thinking of creative financing stuff i was like there's definitely ways and i would start to you know slowly educate them on that and i would see kind of lights light up and i was like nobody's talking to them about investing in real estate or becoming homeowners and and things like that so that's when that ball started rolling and i started reaching out to other people on social media first because i followed this cheese ball hashtag which is rock and roll realtor (laughs) Because I just wanted to see if anybody else was out there. Like, is anybody fusing music and real estate, you know? So I followed, like, a couple people. Um, But then I just started talking to some other people that I already knew and was uh, introduced to a realtor who – two brothers that are in New York. uh, And they had been working with Slayer, heavy metal band, uh, for the past, like, 16 years. And they were now licensed. And I was like, this is it. I need to just reach out to these people and find some other people like them who are from the music industry with the real estate license, and we can kind of start this community of educating musicians and creatives on real estate because I don't think anybody's doing this. So I researched it. Nobody was doing it. I reached out to um, these guys in New York, and they were 
all about what was going on because they too were like, no one's talking to musicians. So then I got connected with a few other people and it kind of just snowballed from there to right now where I have 20 people in this network right now who are all affiliated with the music industry and the real estate world. And it is the beginning of trying to just create a space to educate anybody that's interested in investing, buying, selling real estate that is, you know, in this community because it's a very tight-knit music industry, just like most. Um, It's a very who-you-know type of a thing. And so that's been something that I've been really working on is connecting all of those dots and then um, just being kind of a, a, a voice for people that I feel are not really getting the right information, maybe in a way that they are able to listen to. That's amazing. So are these... So somebody could come to Heavy Realty and you kind of have like preferred partners or like endorsed agents like basically you're putting your stamp on them and saying these people know their shit yep and so work with these people in your market wherever that is Is that kind of yeah oversimplified yeah well like one of the ways that it works is i'll have somebody reach out to me and they'll be like hey you know i'm a musician and i I would love to get into investing this is kind of what i've got going on Mm. i'm gonna have the the initial conversation with them so i have like a prequal conversation pretty much where i just kind of get to know who they are i let them know like how we can help them and i try to figure out what their real estate goals are where they either want to buy sell invest or move and then i get them connected with one of my people in that state or city um and because you know I, I, I know that those people are going to know how to work and to communicate with these people and maybe help them build out whatever studio room they want or what have you. Um, but I connect them with someone that I, that I trust is going to be able to help and understand them. And then I follow the process throughout. I don't just kind of let that, those people go. I make sure that they're getting what they need, you know, proper education along the way. They're always able to reach out to me. Um, so that's, that's one of the ways that I'm, that I'm helping people, um, and then, I mean, of course, what's going into that further will be a podcast that I'm creating for this to be, you know, informative for people to kind of tap into and then a community further from that where people can just come to and get information and get support, whatever it is. That's, wow. I, I'm, my, my wheels are turning. I'm thinking of all the different applications <laughs> of that. That's, uh, that's super cool. So, and how long ago did you start Heavy Realty? Like six so months, I nine months? started... I started Heavy Realty, like I'd say it was more like nine months ago. And I I will say that I started slow. And again, because I have that tendency to kind of start slow because I want to do it right. Um, And so I've started kind of eased into it. I started by communicating with all of the people that are in the network to secure basically a foundation of people of like-minded heavy hitters in the music industry, which I have that are now part of this industry. Uh, sorry, that are now part of this network. Um, And then from there, you know, I've kind of taken to more of the marketing step, which is the next and really kind of putting it out there. Uh, But it is has been a slower start. And also, obviously, COVID put a lot of stuff, you know, to bed with really reaching out to a lot of those people. So that's exciting. And so that tell us about how that heavy realty, your your love and passion for heavy metal music, and you know, not all heavy metal, but um, See, I'm trying to describe the type of music you listen to because yeah. it. I listen to electronic shit or hip hop. Yeah, me too. And Metallica. Yeah. My 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 four year old daughter insists on listening to Master of Puppets every morning <laughs> on the way to school, and Great she song. has to have sunglasses put on. She's amazing. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Um- Well, to be clear, heavy realty is not just for any like heavy metal. The heavy word is, you know, a word that's described in jazz and it's just how you can, you know, talk about music. But it's also, you know, how we get 
business done. You know, I mean business. It's a very heavy concrete thing. I want people to feel supported nice. by and that it's a very, you know, solid place to come to. So that's what heavy is really all about. But I mean, as far as music goes, I like everything from like Frank Zappa, Oingo Boingo, like all of these different types of music. And then, you know, of course, yes, I like, you know, Slayer and, and Metallica and stuff like that. But um, and the people that are in my network right now are affiliated with, you know, it's not it's not just metal. It's also rock and roll. And then we have people that are in indie bands as well um, that are part of this network. And it's just kind of growing into a place to educate all things music fan and musician alike. It's kind of just where everybody can kind of come to. That That's awesome. Well, thank you for educating me because uh, you did a great job there describing it in spite of the idiot host that uh, is just a little slow. So well done. Uh, how has Heavy Realty and, and just all your passions in that area, that's that led you to be on a pretty big, well-known podcast recently. Is that right? Yeah, it was really amazing. Um, just... Being, being, I was recently on the Bigger Pockets podcast, uh, and it was fantastic. And I believe I was able to be on that because, you know, they were really interested in what I'm building with Heavy Realty because they recognize uh, that there is nothing out there for musicians and creatives. You know, they are, that is their realm. They talk and live and breathe real estate and investing. And I know that they know that, you know, there's a huge group of people that are not really getting get, getting their reach. Uh, so they reached out to me basically to kind of, in a sense, partner up on creating something um, for this massive group of people that can benefit uh, from what Bigger Pockets has to share, which has been, you know, my biggest thing. I basically was like, oh, if Heavy Realty could be like the Bigger Pockets, but for like this niche of people, that would be amazing. And here I am now speaking with Bigger Pockets and trying to fuse these worlds, which is just literally like my dream. So I'm very excited about that. But yeah, it was amazing being on that podcast, being someone who's, you know, been uh, a newer agent, which I... I know I'm not new now, but I still feel new, <laughs> but newer agent and then new to investing. You know, I'm, I've got my first, my few flips that I'm working on and I'm new in that world. But, you know, having them really want to shine a light on the other things that I'm doing was wonderful. And I'm so grateful for that. that that's so cool. It, it's a testament to what can happen when you lean into your passions and your interests rather than trying to hide them or put them off to the side because you think you have to be a certain way for the industry or for your clients. Totally. It, it's, it's just bizarre how that works, right? Yeah. So funny story about that. When I was like working for my mentor, super, super high in luxury, right? We're doing a showing um, at like a $16 million condo, no big deal. And I'm in a pastel pantsuit, which if you know me, pastel is not my shade. Uh, but I'm in this like pastel pantsuit with like pink heels on. Again, totally not my vibe. Um, and I was like sweating in this elevator with a bunch of men that were all speaking Japanese. And I was like looking around. I was like, oh my God. Because I looked at my hands and my hands were tattooed from, um, they were tattooed before. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to have to get these like zapped off in order to like make it in real estate was how I thought, how I thought. So I started getting them zapped off, which is far more painful than getting tattooed. Dumbest thing. So I started doing that. And then by like the third round, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore because I started to make like transactions happen. And I realized like people that I, you know, doctors and lawyers that were my clients, they didn't care. They didn't care if I had like tattoos on my hands. And I realized like it was me it was that I was, I was valuable enough as a person and getting the job done. They trusted me and what, and it didn't matter. So as I started to shed all of those things, I realized like, oh my God, like just 
be yourself and you'll be so much happier. And that's just going to shine out from everything else in your work and what you do. If you love what you do and you love who you are, it really does show. And I mean, kind of what you were talking about earlier, like with this work and I think with any, everything starts from within yourself. It starts with you. If you're not doing the work for yourself, whether that's physically or mentally, everything else is going to suffer, period, without question. I know that. I've tried. And it definitely crumbles when you're trying to ignore, you know, the stuff on the inside. If you put yourself first, you know, you put your... um life fest on first it really is that that's how you can help other people best is if you really help yourself and then you can help others i could not you know preach that more enough it's so cool to watch what you've built and and not just what you built but how you've done it it's super cool and you've done it in such congruency with who you are as a person and you've done it on your terms and so that's how i know that where you're at today is not where you're going to be two years from now five years from now you're going to be much bigger much further uh it's just awesome. So thank you so much for sharing all of your, your wisdom and expertise. Uh, before we wrap it up, what we do with every guest, we do these rapid fire questions, either or questions, pick one or the other. You, you don't need to elaborate unless you absolutely want to. We'll blow through those and then we'll let everyone know where they can connect with you and find you and uh, you know keep an eye on what you're up to. So okay. are you ready for the rapid fire? I'm. All right. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. All right. Books or podcasts? Ooh, books. Uh, books or audiobooks? Books. All right. Rental property or flips? Mm, flips. Okay. Flips and then but, rental properties, but flips right now. <laughs> yeah, both. Right? Because because that's my stage. I want rental properties, but I'm in the stage of flips. And for me, that's how I build wealth to get those rental properties as I do the flips. Ooh, so that's nice. Nice. Love it. Burgers or pizza? Ooh, burgers. Mm. New York or LA? New York. NFL or NBA? NFL. NHL, technically. NHL would be better. <laughs> yeah? A hockey fan? Yeah. Yes. Nice. Uh, pro or college? Pro. Mountains or beach? Well, that's why I live in Colorado and Hawaii, because both. Both are yep. good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I guess Oahu has mountains, right? Very beautiful mountains. Yes, it has both. Yeah. Awesome. Podcast or vlog? Podcast. YouTube or Facebook Live? YouTube. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or Millionaire Real Estate Agent? Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uber or Lyft? Lyft. Gary V or Grant Cardone? That's a hard one, but Grant Cardone. Okay. Oahu or Maui? Well, I live on Oahu. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm so damn excited to come to Hawaii. It's crazy. You're going to love it. 39 years old, never been, going on Wednesday. Yay! Mm. Yes. Stoked. Juliet, what is the best place? I realized I clapped while I was saying your name. That's horrible if you're a podcast host to clap while speaking. So a little masterclass on what not to do if you're hosting a show. <laughs> Juliet, what is the best place for people to find you and see what you're up to and see all the cool shit you have coming up? Instagram for now is the best place to find me, and that's at Juliet Lalawell. Uh, I also have at Heavy Realty. So those are the main places. I will be doing a podcast, which will be announced on Instagram. Everything will be um, on Instagram for you to find me there. That's awesome. And I understand that's a pretty big podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> awesome. 
Juliet, thank you so much. And by the way, guys, go follow her. The links are in the show notes. And if you're watching on YouTube, they're in the description as well. Make sure you follow Juliet. She's definitely one of those who's doing things the right way on her own terms, which is that much cooler. Juliet, great episode. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. I want to reiterate this. I think it's so important. Just like I said when talking to Juliet, there's common threads here. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you realize that that people who are doing big things in this industry, those that are, okay, I'm going to speak plainly. Okay, I'm not going to sugarcoat shit or try to make it sound PC. People who are making a fuckload of money doing exactly what you are doing, those who are just making so much more money, closing so many more deals, having so much more success than you, there's a common denominator. They're confident as hell and they're consistent, right? And they also, they're confident, they're disciplined. They have confidence that they build through discipline. And when you make commitments to yourself and keep them, it builds confidence. But it's also highly productive because you're doing all of those income-producing activities that you promised yourself you do and that you make priority every day when you actually do it and there's no negotiation there, then you can have a career like Juliet. You can have a career like Matthew Kane in North Carolina on track for 120 sales by himself this year. These, this, There's no secret to success in real estate. There's really not. There's just which plan do you have to follow and then are you going to do them or not? And that's up to you. You guys are getting the information, but are you going to do the things? That, unfortunately, is the only thing that we cannot help you with. Now, if you're part of our Massive Agent Society group and you know there's the accountability there, we give you the roadmap, we tell you to do these steps, we, we help walk you through it if you get stuck or you know, you're like, hey, am I doing this right? No, actually make this tweak, do this. That's all great, but you have to be the one to do the things. If you can become the person who does the things consistently forever, you will have success. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. And no one can control that shit but you. I wish that I could do that for you, but I can't. I cannot do the work for you. I can inspire you. I can motivate you. I can give you, tell you the path to follow and some things to do and some things to you know make what you're already doing work better. But I can't do, I can't do the work for you. But if you guys are here, you're listening to this deep in the episode, I think you are willing to do the work, but time will tell. It's time to prove to yourself that you're the type of person who can do what you promised to yourself. And pretty soon you could end up a year or two or three or four from now being on a podcast, being praised for your discipline and your consistency. It all starts today. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you go follow Broke Agent Media on Instagram, on YouTube, everywhere else. And then um, check out Broke Agent Media's website, Bookmark It. They just have, if you're an agent and you want to know what's going on and stay updated on, on the shit that actually matters, not just like the random bullshit of, you know, this person said this and you have no idea who that is. They don't matter to you, but they're just part of the elite click in real estate. Don't need that. What you do need is everything Broke Agent Media posts all in one place. Super honored once again to be joined up with the Broke Agent Media team. So much more content that we're going to be doing together in the future. Good stuff. Feels like a first inning, first inning in the ballgame. And it's go time. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. 
do the work for the love of God. You owe it to yourself. And you'll be surprised how just a few short months from now, how much more confidence you'll have, how much further along in your business you'll be, how much happier you'll be because you kept the promises to yourself. And oh, by the way, your bank account will have a larger number. Have a great week, guys. Take care.